Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's weekly news roundup. I have a quick little announcement to make, though. I am streaming again today at 3 p.m. MST to 5 p.m. MST. We are doing some Need for Speed Heat. I'm going to be upgrading a Viper to deal with level heat no heat level four and above police and then getting into a crap ton of car cha uh, cop chases because i need to up my heat level so i can get better parts so anyway like i said that's gonna be at 3 p.m mst to 5 p.m mst over on twitch twitch.tv forward slash cody's car conundrum or you can just go to twitch type in cody's car conundrum and we should be live i hope to see some of you there anyway though let's get on to the news dump truck passes t-bone mini half mile up toronto highway Fortunately, no one was injured, but the truck driver, but the truck's driver has been charged with several driving offenses, as he should. The man who designed the first modern McLaren reviews the Artura. What does Frank Stephenson think of the design of McLaren's latest supercar? Corvette leads. Lexus IS takes two spots in February's top 20 fastest selling cars, cars charts. The Lexus IS350 and IS300 were two of the hottest sellers. Is this good news for sporty sedans? Solar panels on a Model 3's roof might be good in an emergency, but that's about it. At its best, a Model 3's roof covered in solar panels can charge at about the same rate as a standard wall socket. Basically, if it's your absolute last option, then sure, but beyond that, eh. New BMW M2 Coupe returns to dry tarmac and is spied at the Nürburgring. The next BMW M2 is... The next BMW M2 is back at its old stomping grounds, testing around the Nürburgring, keeping many of its design secrets. Tuned Mini Cooper SE wants to be an electric JCW when it grows up. The styling of this mini electric hatchback was inspired by the JCW GP. Dust off your average Joe Classic Heroes, the Concours d'Ordinaire returns. The annual UK festival returns after a disrupted 2020 led to its cancellation. Straighter teeth... Straighter teeth mean better fuel line clips for the 20 for the Ford F250 Super Duty. Ford is using waste material for Smile Direct Club's massive collection of 3D print printers, not plinters, whatever that is, to make fuel line caps for the F250 Super Duty. Volkswagen is going after its former CEO for damages in Dieselgate scandal. The company believes that the CEOs of VW and Audi breached their duties of care. Smartphone giant Xiaomi, I hope I got that right, wants to build electric cars with the help of Great Wall. Xiaomi is reportedly planning to launch its first EV as soon as 2023. Cadillac CT4V and CT5E Blackwing's VIN 001 go for a combined $430,000 at charity auction. The rights to the very first CT4V Blackwing brought in $165,000 and the very first CT5E Bla Blackwing brought in $265,000 at auction. Zyrus Engineering gives the Porsche Taycan some extra aggression. The body kit from Zyrus is made entirely from carbon fiber and costs nearly $20,000. Ah! Lexus's new EV concept will feature a yoke-like steering wheel. Not again, no! Lexus's latest concept will debut on March 30th. It took Bentley 102 years to sell 200,000 vehicles, yet it took them just 6 years to deliver 25,000 SUVs. 
A full 75% of the vehicles that Bentley has made were built after 2003 when it introduced the Continental GT. RIMAC opens new R&D office in UK ahead of C2 electric hypercars market launch. RIMAC's new R&D facility in the UK will employ 30 people by the end of the year. Jeep's 4xe charging network is coming to an off-road trail near you. The first charging stations will be located in, in Moab, in Moab, Utah, and the Rubicon Trail. VW T7 Multivan spied and teased ahead of its impending debut. The T7 Multivan will feature more expressive styling and a plug-in hybrid powertrain. Facelifted Jeep Compass 2 debut in Europe next month. The facelifted model could be joined by a new 7C variant. 2022 Nissan Coupe won't be named 400Z, but just Z, and start from $34,995, claims a source. The new sports car will allegedly be dubbed the Nissan Z in international markets and the Fair Lady Z in Japan. I kind of wish they'd call it the 400Z, I'm not going to lie. I wish they'd just go that route, but whatever. Maybe you could maybe you could say, hey, this is the rebirth of just the Z. And considering how much it does look like a uh, 240Z, at least at the front, I can kind of see that. You know, plus it is also a sort of best hits, al best hits album of all the Z cars before, so... Perhaps it makes sense not to say, hey, this is its own Z car. I mean, it kind of is, but to say, hey, it's just the Z because it combines all the Zs of the past. It's like the definitive Z, right? Though I imagine most people would say, nope, that's the 240. Tesla ordered to stop illegally interfering with unionizing efforts, rehire fired worker, NLRB rules. CEO Elon Musk will also have to delete a tweet from 2018 allegedly threatening workers. VW confirms ID Buzz electric van is coming to America in 2023. The 2024 Volkswagen ID Buzz is coming, but there are still some questions that we're eager to have answered. Ford discovers $100,000 worth of unused leather hides while cleaning out its basement. The leather is going to mend on the move and Pingree, which are both experiencing record sales. VW delivers first ID for customer cars in Germany. VW aims to deliver 150,000 no, 150, examples of the ID4 electric SUV worldwide this year. Alfa Romeo C41 and Giulia GTAM, you know, GTAM, take to the track ahead of the upcoming Formula One season. The company's highest performing track car meets its highest performing road car to date. 2022 BMW M2 heads to the Nürburgring to prove its metal. Check out the new BMW M2 with what seems to be a normal size grille. Thank God! Buy the 1,700-mile Lotus and find out why everyone went nuts for the Elise in 97. Original Elise could be the lowest mileage Series 1 in the world. Mexico's 2021 Fiat Mobi launches from the equivalent of $8,600. The Fiat Mobi is based on an old platform shared with the Lancia Ypsilon. Oof! Porsche Taycan joins CarMaker's U.S. subscription and rental program. Porsche is offering a rear-wheel drive Taycan and the Taycan 4S through the program. The spoke Rolls-Royce Cullinan Black Badge was created for a Google executive. Adorning this Rolls-Royce Cullinan Black Badge is a special color dubbed Pikes Peak Blue. Ford has secured over 125,000 orders for the 2021 Bronco. Roughly two-thirds of Ford Bronco reservation holders have made actual orders. That is rather impressive. Road legal Scuderia Cameron Glickenhaus 007S will have 1,400 horsepower and cost $2.3 million. Glickenhaus needs to secure 24 orders for the 007S before it commences production. All-new 2021 Skoda Fabia hatch coming in May. Wagon is still two years away. Skoda will also unveil the Enyaq IV Coupe and facelifted Korak and Kodiak this year.
Volkswagen drops new teaser of Project Trinity electric flagship. The Volkswagen Project Trinity will be based on a new platform and feature level 4 autonomous capabilities. Nissan teases upcoming 2022 Patrol Nismo for the Middle East. The 2022 Nissan Patrol Nismo will land with a 5.6 liter V8 developing 428 horsepower. James May explains how the Grand Tour's new episode was made amid COVID. A quick catch up with the legendary James May reveals details of the new Grand Tour and how he was reunited with his 458. Roll into Mega City 1 with this heavily modified Land Rover from Judge Dredd. The truck may have may have a completely new body, but it still retains its off-road chops. Can Ring Brothers SEMA Show Mustang GT a switchback get you rolling in a 5.0? This bad boy earned an award for outstanding achievement in design at SEMA 2012, and now it could be yours. Mercedes-Benz EQA electric crossover priced from 76800 Australia. Sorry, Australian. In, obviously, Australia. The Mercedes-Benz EQA 250 will be available in two trims starting next month. 2022 Mini Countryman Boardwalk Edition coming to America for $38,365. The special features a two-tone exterior and plenty of boardwalk badging. Electric Sea-Dews and Can-Ams are coming as BRP is electrifying their lineup. The first EV is slated to arrive within two years. Kona EV owners aren't happy with how Hyundai is handling the recall. Owners of Recall Kona EVs say that Hyundai has been unclear and unhelpful in its communications with them. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Hey, hey everyone, we are back. 2022 Honda Civic caught undisguised once again. The redesigned Civic has been spotted ahead of its debut this spring. Stellantis could cut a production line at Italy's Melfi plant. The facility currently builds the Jeep Compass and Renegade, as well as the Fiat 500X. Arrival becomes latest EV startup to go public as it begins trading on the NASDAQ, whatever that is. Trading under the ticker symbol Arvel, the EV startup plans to begin production later this year. Ford to kill off Mondeo in 2022, retiring nameplate after nearly 30 years. Ford cites the model's lackluster sales and a shift to electrification and SUV. That's really sad. That is really, really sad to me, especially for the UK because the Mondeo... It may be a normal car, but it is a staple among normal cars in Britain. Uh, certainly in Britain. That's a shame. The name, <laughs> love, I honestly, I mean the current Mondeo, meh, because that's really just a Fusion to me, and I don't really care about the Fusion, but older Mondeos like the ST220 generation were really interesting to me. And it's really, it's, why? Why do some of the most, even though it's a normal car, why do some of the most iconic nameplates have to go the way that they're going? It's such a shame. The old Mondeos, they were, they were rather interesting. And I think, what was the car before? I think before the, the Mondeo, there was the Granada. And that was also a really, really interesting Ford sedan. It's a shame, though, because all that, all, again, all that history is going to be gone for at least a little bit. Until they end up probably putting the Mondeo nameplate on, in, on an SUV, which would suck. But I wouldn't be all that surprised. And also, Mondeo is not like Mustang or Capri or anything like that, so... 
most people wouldn't care about the Mondeo coming back as an SUV or a crossover or whatever. Mopar wants you to ink your Jeep Renegade with special decals. First one is free. Customers will be able to personalize one of four designs offered with a different choice of colors and slogans. The Gambala GTR 600 makes a 911 GT2 look about as exciting as a Camry. The first owner spent $224,000 on his $155,000 993 Turbo to create this slant-nosed Le Mans wannabe. Recreate your very own Seconds from Disaster episode with this machine learning dash cam. Smart dash cam uses machine learning to recreate an accident virtually. You have to be as, as brave as Batman to drive a Tim Burton era Batmobile. Big engine plus small brakes in a giant kit car make for an experience that feels <laughs> way less than safe. Ford dealers can sell Bronco Sport demos to meet demand. Some dealerships have been slapping the Ford Bronco Sport with $10,000 markups. What is Mini teasing with this all-electric hatch? This electric hatchback from Mini includes flared arches and a bespoke bumper. 2022 VW Amarok's latest teaser is one step closer to the production model based on Ford's Ranger. Volkswagen's new Amarok is being developed alongside the 2023 Ford Ranger. Tesla Model S and X update includes touchscreen gear selector. That is a god-awful idea. Video shows drivers selecting gear via a small slider on the Model S slash X infotainment screen. We don't need screens for everything. That's completely unnecessary. Just have a little rotary dial. Come on. That saves enough space as it is. Jesus. Want to have the 2021 Ram 1500 TRX VIN number one? It's being auctioned on Friday. This is your chance to buy the very first 2021 Ram 1500 TRX launch edition. Except not because it's Saturday now. Ram is being forced to recall almost 20,000 pickup trucks over engine fire risk. Ram is recalling 2,500, 3,500, 4,500, and 5,500 trucks and is aware of fires, but no injuries related to the item, no, to them. Toyota, Gazoo Racing, and Subaru to unveil new car on April 5th. Could the unveiling be the GR86 or something completely unexpected? Canadians are really excited for the Acura TLX Type S. Pre-sales end in just eight hours. Canadians will, be able, will still be able to buy the TLX Type S, but there are only 121 left. Mystery BMW M2 test mule spotted with an electric powertrain. BMW dresses a mystery high-performance EV with the clothes of an M2. Ride-hailing giant Diddy could be listed in the U.S. at a hundred billion valuation. China's Diddy Chuix, Chuxing, I hope I got that right, has more than 550 million users around the world. Porsche Panamera could survive into a third generation. Porsche admits it will need to further differentiate the Panamera and the Taycan. Toyota's GR Yaris AP4 is ready for rally racing in Australia. The Toyota GR Yaris's 1.6-liter turbocharged three-cylinder delivers more than the road car. 1967 Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 Eleanor recreation is one sexy beast. Buying a Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 Eleanor from a Fusion could cost, no, can cost up to 300000 Deary me. For $400,000, you could get two new 911 Turbo S's or this 1988 slant-nosed 911 Turbo. This rare 911 Turbo Cabriolet slant nose has only been driven 3,454 miles. Von Gittin Jr. goes on a crazy off-roading and drifting adventure. Burnouts, drifts, jumping over cars, fireballs, this exciting video has them all. 
A decade later, the 1M Cooper remains one of BMW's finest creations. And that, that is on God, 100%. That is still my favorite, if not one of my favorite BMW M cars ever created. Nissan commits to continue racing in Formula E until 2026. Nissan will stay in the series competing against the likes of DS Porsche and Mercedes. 2022 Porsche 911 GT3 RS. Yeah, that's right. We got the RS now. We'll combine a naturally aspirated flat six with a huge wing. Porsche is putting the finishing touches on the 911 GT3 RS and it could have up to 572 horsepower. Chevrolet Colorado and the GMC Canyon production delayed due to chip shortage. GM is cutting, cutting down production of midsize pickups at its Wentz, Wentzville, Missouri plant from March 29th to April 5th. Hyundai Sonata loses a tire on highway. Driver continues undeterred. Bolivian, Bolivian, sorry, Bolivian president accuses Elon Musk and Tesla of being involved in, in country's 2019 coup. Or coup, it's probably, that's probably how it's said. Bolivia's president, Louis Arce, I hope I got that right, isn't fond of Elon Musk and Tesla. Tesla urges U.S. to hike penalties for automakers failing to meet fuel economy requirements. Tesla seems more concerned about selling emissions credits than they are about the environment. The passenger airbag in a certain 2021 Audi RS6 and RS7 models could injure occupants. The same issue also affects some S6, S7, A6, and A7 models in the USA. Alpina scratches BMW's itch between the M850i and M8 with a $139,900 B8 Grand Coupe. The 2022 Alpina B8 Grand Coupe costs nearly $10,000 more than the M8 Grand Coupe. Lincoln Corsair Fev overreach, sorry, overachieves in EPA testing, gets 28 miles of electric range. According to the agency, the Corsair Grand Touring, sorry, Grand Touring Fev also has a combined consumption of 78 MPHE. 2022 Audi RS3 sedan and Sportback look ready for launch. Rumor has it that the new RSD will use the Golf R's 4-motion all-wheel drive system. Electrified vehicles are doubling their European market share in 2021. EVs and plug-in hybrids grew from 6.5% of total European sales to 13.6% this year, and they've made up nearly 80% of the sales in Norway. This is how Dacia turns your smartphone into an integrated infotainment system. Dacia's media, media control system for the new Sandero is a simple and practical solution. Tesla has started accepting Bitcoin as payment in the U.S., says Musk. Tesla will offer the ability to pay with Bitcoin in other markets later this year. Celebrities sample Super Cruise in 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Celebrities testing the Cadillac Escalade included the Jonas Brothers and Sofia Mergara? Mur I hope I got that right. I probably didn't. Helm reinvents the Jaguar E-Type with a limited run of modernized classics. The cars will feature handmade body parts and modern comforts such as soft closed doors and LED lighting. The Lexus IS Wax Edition concept packs a fully functional record player in its glove box. Why? Who knows? It also features a host of other modifications to ensure that turntables ideal operation. What? Don't buy a new VW Golf R without the performance pack. VW locks the Golf R's party trick behind an option, and we hope that they won't do the same in the U.S. Let's get on to a few of those recalls I talked about, though. Almost 20,000 2021 Ram heavy-duty pickup trucks are being recalled due to an issue that could lead to fires in the engine compartment. 
Documents recently published by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, reveal that 2021 Ram 2500, 3500, 4500, and 5500 models equipped with the automaker 6.7 liter turbo diesel inline six engine have had a, a sorry have a bad relay in the solid state intaker heater grid. An investigation from Stellantis following recent fires of 2021 Ram heavy duty trucks traced the issue back to this relay. While there have been fires triggered by the problem, the car maker isn't aware of any injuries related to them. Owners of affected vehicles will be informed of the recall starting April 30th through mail notices. However, the company doesn't yet have a fix ready for the issue, stating that it is still under development. Whenever the fix is given the green light, repairs will be carried out free of charge. This isn't the only safety campaign issued by Ram this year. In February, the carmaker announced a recall for 2021 Ram 1500s, stating that the brake clip, which retains the master cylinder push rod to the brake, to the brake pedal, could be missing. I think I covered that one actually. It noted vehicles without the clip could allow the master cylinder push rod to disconnect from the brake pedal pin, separating the brake pedal from the brake system. Moreover, in February, a recall was issued for 84,978 Ram 2500 and 3500 models from the 2019 and 2020 model years due to a transmission leak risk. Next, we have the Hyundai Kona EV owners. The Hyundai Kona EV was the subject of a wide recall following reports of battery fires. Now, the automaker is facing criticism for how it is handling the recall. Speaking to Reuters, owners, or Reuters, Reuters, sorry, Owners who have asked not to have their full name shared said that Hyundai has been unclear and unhelpful in its communications about the recall. When I asked Hyundai's repair center when exactly my Hyundai e my, sorry, my Kona EV will be getting a battery replacement, they just told me that they would put me ahead in the line. But I haven't received the exact date yet, an owner whose name is Kim said. Others, meanwhile, complained that a software update Hyundai has sorry, that a software update Hyundai has that's a weird sentence. Complain that a software update Hyundai has reduced their battery's charging capacity. These recalls already have wasted my time and I have to charge my car worrying about fire risk. A second owner who's, they don't need to know their name, but anyway, a second owner told Reuters. On top of that, I have to worry about what other people think about my car. No one cares. No one cares outside of you. That's a competing with the Joneses mindset and it's stupid. The only thing you need to be worried about is the potential fire risk. That's it. End of discussion. Indeed, this person said that he was refused service at a public charging station. Okay, that is fair enough. That is a valid concern. The problem for Hyundai then is that if it continues to frustrate its owners, it may lose out on customers in a massively important future market. Having just launched an all-new EV, the Ionic 5, and invested heavily in a new electric platform, a poorly handled EV recall could hurt its market position. In this person's case, the experience means that he'll never buy a Hyundai vehicle again. At least not an electric one. As for the first owner quoted, the experience will make them think seriously when, buying a, when they're buying a new car. There were only a few EV options when I bought my Kona EV back in 2018, but now there are way more EV models available. I don't think I would go over Hyundai again. Kim told Reuters. The fault, first reported in October of 2020, stems from a short circuit that could occur in some LG Chem battery cells. Although Hyundai first offered a software update, it seems that the problem cannot be fully fixed with software. Reports have suggested that the batteries of Kona's built between 2017 and 2020 will have to be replaced around the world at a cost of around 900 million to Hyundai. Here we go, one more recall. 
The passenger airbag in certain 2021 Audi RS6 and RS7 models could injure occupants. Audi has issued a recall for a small number of cars in the United States, which may not have been assembled to the correct specification due to a supplier error. These vehicles have a problem with the score line for the passenger airbag, which is the area that the airbag opens through in the event of a crash. Such, such a defect could impact the deployment and in, inflation of the airbag and could also turn certain plastic parts into projectiles, increasing the risk of injury in an accident. There are a total of 3,388 Audis that will have to be taken back to the dealer for repairs. These include the 2021 RS6 Avant and RS7 Sportback, 2021 to, sorry, 2020 to 2021 S6 Sedan, S7 Sportback, and A6 Allroad, and the 2019 to 2020, no, and the 2019 to 2021 A6 Sedan and A7 Sportback. All of them will be thoroughly inspected by the company's authorized technicians, and if required, the passenger airbag scoreline will be reworked, which will eliminate the hazard. As usual, the cars will be fixed free of charge, and since this is an uncommon defect, they are still covered by the factory warranty. Owners will not be reimbursed for any potential repairs carried out. Dealers and owners will be officially notified of the issue on or before May 7th, which is when the safety recall will kick off. Audi's number for this recall is 70i2. Once again, Audi's number for this recall is 70i2, and they can be reached at 1-800-253-2834. Once again, you can also reach Audi with the recall number 70i2 at 1-800-253-2834. While the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, can be contacted at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, you can contact the NHTSA at 1-888-327-4236. That is going to be it for the second segment, though. I will see you all for the third and final segment after the break. Hey, hey, everyone. We are back. I'm going to get into two more articles that I didn't have enough time to get into the last one, into the last uh, segment because it was just starting to get a little long. But we're going to talk about the Dacia smartphone integration becoming an infotainment system because it the photo is kind of trippy. It's it's like, <laughs> it, it's like you put a glove box on top of the dash and there's just this, there's this little flap and you put your phone. It's really, really weird. So I wanted to dive into it a little further. While pretty much all new cars have at least one screen inside, the latest Dacia Sandero makes the experience more user-friendly by turning the driver's own smartphone into a real infotainment system. Named the Media Control, the base offering starts with the downloading of the dedicated app, which is customizable, allowing them to create shortcuts to their favorite features and frequent contacts. Drivers then have to pair their smartphone to the vehicle via Bluetooth and place it in the universal slot in the middle of the dashboard. Replacing the integrated system, it gives them access to the usual functions such as navigation, radio, music, phone calls, voice recognition, and even the trip computer. And it can read text messages aloud on Android, a feature that will soon launch on iOS devices too. Moreover, it is compatible with the steering wheel buttons, which makes it easier to change tracks, radio stations, turn the volume up or down, and answer and hang up phone calls. The system includes a forgotten phone alert and a go-to-my-car function that makes it easy to find their parking spot, Dacia says. And if drivers do not desire to use the docking station, then the housing disappears under a lid. Media Control is a complete multimedia system. It includes a radio, two speakers, a USB port, Bluetooth connectivity, steering wheel controls, and above all, a smartphone docking station integrated into the dashboard, said Dacia, Dacia's, Dacia's, or, well, Dacia, Dacia's operational cross-car line director, Nicholas Legros. I hope I got that right. From the very beginning of the project, this docking station was, a, was truly integrated into the, design of the, into the design of the dashboard, a guarantee of comfort and ergonomics for our customers. So the only thing I really greatly dislike about 
about the phone integration into the dash is it is this different the rest of the dash is this bleh looking plastic and then you have this very smooth looking plastic the problem is that it's all plastic that's that's the big problem i have there is it's just it all it's all plastic and it uh, it looks a little utilitarian to me but i do like the idea the idea is rather interesting because phones are getting so ridiculous these days it's like well why not just why not just do that and as far as i know people tend to use from a study i read a while ago on the podcast people use their phone their phone's navigation and apps way more than they use their infotainment's built-in nav system anyway. So, why not just do this? Makes sense to me. New Kia K8 slash Cadenza specs revealed. Gets up to 295 horsepower, 3.5 liter V6, and offers all-wheel drive. A range of smooth, responsive engines and an all-wheel drive system will help the K8 compete in the premium sedan market. New Hyundai Kona N performance crossover revealed during a photo shoot. Hyundai will launch the Kona N in the U.S. in a few months. Stellantis begins cost savings in Italy while cleaning service cuts and fewer toilets. Stellantis is looking to make savings of nearly $6 billion per year, but this is perhaps too much. Bentley expresses interest in synthetic fuels to make ICEs cleaner, much like Porsche. Synthetic fuels may allow Bentley to continue building ICEs until its all-electric switch in 2030. Consumer Reports raises privacy concerns over Tesla's in-car cameras. Consumer Reports suggest stored footage may be obtained by third parties. Nissan to send off the R35 GTR with a mild hybrid powertrain? An electric motor could give the Nissan GTR an extra 27 horsepower and 184 pound-feet of torque. Honda to extend production shutdown in North America. Honda is extending its production shutdown for the second week in a row. Volvo establishes joint venture to develop new infotainment systems. Volvo's new infotainment system will also be used by Polestar and other Geely Group uh, brands. Brabus turns electric smart into an urban supercar with $55,000 new limited edition 92R. Brabus becomes one of the first tuners to unlock more power from an EV. Doesn't matter. $55,000. There is no way in all the nine realms that, 50, that a smart car... Is worth $55,000. The annoying bit though is that this isn't new. We've seen Brabus do this before with special edition smarts being worth, being not worth, but costing $40,000, $45,000. This is not new from Brabus, but it's still infuriating to think that they have, that they still have the audacity to make a smart that expensive. Sorry, no, go away. Nissan GTR and Leaf Engineer thinks range extender EVs are the solution to infrastructure challenges. The Nissan camp seems to be plumping for a hybrid future with their e-power drivetrains. Bentley would return to Le Mans if battery tech were ready. Battery tech has to improve significantly before Bentley could be enticed back into competition at Le Mans. Triumph Project TE1 combines sporty looks with a 174 horsepower electric motor. The specially developed bike will be lightweight and high-tech. Subaru confirms rugged new Outback Wilderness coming March 30th. A new, more rugged and capable version of the Outback is on its way, and it's likely to introduce the Wilderness sub-brand. Seems like they're going further and further into the Jeep camp for off-road capability. Lamborghini Urus breaks top speed record on ice at Russia's Lake Bakai. I hope I got that right. I probably didn't. Despite running on ice instead of tarmac, the Lamborghini Urus hit 185 miles per hour. Mercedes EQS debuts April 15th, battery production already underway. 
the EQS will offer up to 108 kilowatt hour battery pack and 435 plus miles of range. Geely announces Zecker Premium EV brand aims to sale, sale, sell vehicles globally. Zecker's first EVs are slated to be launched later this year. Desert-rated Jeep Gladiator Mojave arrives in Mexico as a 2021 model year vehicle. The off-road focused Gladiator Mojave is Jeep's first ever desert-rated model. Cadillac CT5V Blackwing 6.2 liter LT4 V8 will be hand-built. Each LT4 powering the CT5V Blackwing will be built by a single person in GM's Bowling Green plant. Toyota reportedly delays new GR86 because it felt too much like a Subaru. I like that. Differentiate the models more. I'm happy to hear that. Toyota's president is ready to wait until the end of 2022 to make, to make sure the new 86 feels better than the BRZ. 2022 GMC Terrain debuts with updated looks and rugged new AT4 variant. The Terrain AT4 is distinguished by plastic body cladding and black wheels with meaty tires. Now, I do like to hear that. Alfa Romeo dealers confidence Stellantis will help brand grow in the U.S. Alfa Romeo dealers have faith in new, in new North American boss Larry Dominique. Hurtan unveils bespoke version of rebodied MX-5, plans to expand into new markets. People in France, Germany, Italy, Norway, Russia, and the UAE who look, who like the look of the Herte Grand Alba, I can't even figure out how to say that, will soon be able to buy one. And if you're wondering what it is, it's basically a coach-built ND MX-5 Miata, though it does kind of look good. The new 650-horsepower Bentley Continental GT Speed is a Country Gents GTR. High-performance Continental gets a small horsepower bump, four-wheel steering, and an E-differential. New Porsche 911 GT3 looks just about perfect in paint-to-sample signal yellow. Porsche 911 GT3 also features a carbon fiber roof and matte black accents. New VW Golf R wagon spotted with non-existent camo at Nurburgring. Volkswagen went to the trouble, sorry, yeah, went to the trouble of taping over the actual R logos, but otherwise they seem to have lost interest in hiding the Golf R variant. And that is going to be it for today's podcast. Once again, I am streaming over at Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum. We are doing some Need for Speed Heat and a lot of very scary car chases, so I hope to see you over there. But in the meantime, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure that you like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do actually subscribe, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications. That way you're, you know, notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have a want the Podbean mobile app, hey, no problem. Here's a solution for you. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum before you set off. And then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all soon. And I hope to see you all over on, or at least some of you, over on Twitch. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.